It was a record-breaking mini Black Friday. Union wannabes arrested for threatening customers. Wall Street serves up some IPO popsicles. And what's the next big thing for Apple? All that and more coming up next on this episode 57 of Open for Business. This is the Hartford Online Radio Network. 21st Century Audio. Delivered. Elbowhorn.com. Bandwidth for On the Horn is provided by Amazon S3 servers. Amazon is storage over the internet. Retrieve any amount of data at any time from anywhere on the web. Highly scalable, reliable, secure, fast, and inexpensive. All from a name you trust, Amazon. For more information about Amazon S3 storage, visit aws.amazon.com. we got a big show coming up here and a, some special guests. Tommy and, uh, and Ken, my usual co-host here are taking the night off, so I got two guests, and we're going to jump right into the hot potato news. First, iPad owning 88% of Black Friday deals. Tell us about that, my friend Jeff. Um, uh, That's me. Okay. That's you. <laughs> that's Jeff. That's me. At the iPhone 5 launch event in September, Apple CEO Tim Cook, uh, he basically pointed out a uh, statistic uh, about the tablet, mar tablet market that the iPad owns a disproportionate share of web browsing traffic. Uh, other tablets may be selling, but they don't seem to get too much use that much. The usage trend is continuing based on IBM's retail analysis report covering Black Friday's online shopping surge with online sales on Friday up 20.7% year over year. That's tremendous. That is. is tremendous. Now, did did you have you experienced the iPad mini yet? Um yes, I uh, I basically took my iPad and put it into the washing machine and uh, brought it out of uh, the dryer. Oh, yeah. And it not only was yeah. iPad mini, but it was also pink because I put it with my red shirt yeah you're red. yeah the, <laughs> that one damn red sock it happens again you know i i love my ipad and i just bought one uh like february or something like that and i was a little dismayed that it was already out of date um and i wasn't i wasn't thrilled about the mini because i didn't really think i needed the mini this weekend i held one in my hand the difference in the weight of the ipad mini versus the it it is so much lighter than i well, it's all it's all about that case. I mean, we had um, we have a metal case for an iPad, but the iPad Mini has that same graphite case that uh, the iPhone Five has. We're gonna so, get, yeah, we're gonna get more into like what's next for Apple in just a second. But this is a yeah. story that just uh, amazed me. Talking about Black Friday, the big sales. These crazy union workers um, are striking. There was a thousand stores across uh, the U.S. that uh, people were striking, but it wasn't workers at walmart it was people who were part of a union that wanted walmart to unionize and they're out there striking i don't really know if they have any standing there but eventually these guys get arrested for actually abusing some of the customers coming in this is shocking to me because this essentially says unions yeah we're, we're saying that we're good for uh, we're good for business and because we have uh, fair wages and we motivate people to do uh, really good uh, product rollouts and uh, and make sure that everyone is uh, paid fairly, but also uh, treats the customer great, with the exception of if you don't unionize, we're going to harass your customers until we get arrested. I mean, this boggles my mind, and I really I don't like the idea of these unions. Sal, what, what do you think about the unions coming in here at Walmart? Well, uh, 
it concerns me um, in the following. There's always competition between suppliers and, and the buyers, uh, supply and demand side. And here what we see is a great deal of people, by the number of people who are rushing in to go shopping, want lower prices. And those people who, who work there or unions who are wanting to, to unionize these people are essentially saying that uh, you're not paying us enough, whatever that enough is. And uh, I think the consumer will always speak up because people have a choice. If you're not making enough, you go somewhere else. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't disagree with you. Speaking of going somewhere else, IPOs, you know, they dried up in 2008. They dried up in 2002. They were just starting to make a resurgent. Now there's a story that IPOs might be going for another deep freeze here, Sal. Is that right? Well, look, the economy is sluggish. Investors are concerned about what Congress will or will not do to or for them. And this is keeping a lot of companies from proceeding with their IPOs or initial public offering. Well, you know, there you have the hot potato news, iPad, and people, uh, unions arrested, and you, there's no place to invest your money. And I think the Mayan calendar is coming up, so it's all going to explode anyway. <laughs> so it doesn't really <laughs> matter anyway. Hey, everyone. Hi. My name is Brian Parker, and I'm joined today. Two new faces here. Ken and Tommy are off tonight, but we'll return next week. Uh, joining us from Geekazine is Jeff Powers. He's the owner and podcaster over there at Geekazine. Started that about five years five years ago this month. Happy birthday. That's exciting. Thank you. Uh, you have three podcasts, Geek Smack. You have an iPad app show, which is very cool, iPad 365, and uh, This Day in Tech History. It's a, no, 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 Day in Tech History. It's Day in Tech History. Yeah, What's it's difference? very important to say it that way because there is a this day in techhistory.com. Oh, well, he, means... they suck. <laughs> I didn't say that. I did not say that. Day not in tech history. But this is so, cool. So so in that one, you take, uh, like, where we were exactly a year ago today, whatever day you do the podcast. Well, basically, uh, day in tech history is, is a full rundown of tech history. So if you go to day in tech history, uh, like, for instance, on this day in tech history, if I remember correctly, if this is uh, the day, uh, Pong was introduced into uh, into the mainstream area. Or no, uh, this was actually uh, the day the Sega Dreamcast launched in Japan. Uh, upcoming is when uh, uh, Pong is, is released. I think that's tomorrow, even though a lot of people have been announcing that it's actually today that that's happened. So, but uh, lots, of, lots, of, lots of cool stuff in the podcast. I basically run it run down everything you know from day one to today um what happened in technology history so and i've been doing that for uh over uh, four years over a thousand episodes of the day in tech history wow. have come out that's very cool and you know what's great about that is it, it refreshes every year there's always going to be something new to talk about so yeah there's something into the you know 2012 like for instance i'll have to update it uh for uh for uh, yesterday's uh, issues with the, uh, with the uh, Google and ICOA and stuff like that. Uh, you also do another one, uh, how to record podcasts. So other podcasters out there who are listening. And actually, we met on a podcast forum in LinkedIn. And there's mm -hmm. a whole bunch of people that are asking for help uh, over there. Uh, do, does that have a, a website or is it just over at Geekazine that people can find that? No, no. Actually, that's that's separate. It's, it's howtorecordpodcasts.com. Straight one word, howtorecordpodcast.com. And uh, you can uh, you go there to find out, you know, what uh, what microphones to use, uh, 
uh, to go old school and do the analog podcasting or digital podcasting with a USB mic. Uh, right now I'm working on an article about using hand gestures in your podcasting, whether it be audio or video, uh, to uh, get your point across a little bit more. Hey, neat and stuff. lots of lots of little, little advice. Plus, we'll have an insider section where you can get free downloads and extra articles. Very cool. Our other new face is Sal Perzuti. Sal is the immigrant entrepreneur. It's a real estate developer. He's a history and economics teacher and just an all-around problem solver. Uh, get in touch with Sal at salperzuti at yahoo.com. You don't have a website, Sal, do you? I do that's, not. That's way too newfangled for you. But I'm on LinkedIn. But he's ah. on LinkedIn and updates his uh, resume <laughs> on LinkedIn constantly. Uh, but uh, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you. It's a delight to be here. Uh, we are um, Open for Business. This is the podcast that explores all things business, entrepreneurship, technology, marketing, customer service, making a few bucks for yourselves, and uh, have a fun little discussion. We invite you to our chat room which you can find at onthehorn.com slash live. Uh, or you can just send us an email at openforbusiness at onthehorn.com. Um, I am a big Apple fan. Um, as of two and a half, three years ago, I owned nothing Apple, I don't think, two and a half, three years ago. And now I have thousands, tens of thousands of dollars worth of Apple products. And you know what? They were always the next big thing coming out steve jobs i've completely fallen uh and and drank the steve jobs kool-aid but now you know we're a year plus of his passing what is that next big thing uh for apple interesting story about apple and artificial intelligence what did you think about this uh story jeff um I, I think everybody is going towards our, our artificial intelligence, so basically Apple just probably had to throw in their two cents worth. You think it's um, probably just kind of jumping on the bandwagon, Apple? Yeah, well, are we going to have an you know, iCar? It, it's not that they're 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 they've probably been working on it, and they've probably been trying to figure out uh, the best way to approach it, and maybe maybe they're going with the Steve Jobs approach and basically says we're not going to put it out until we've mastered it until right. it looks perfect and uh and there's no there's no setbacks or anything like that this is the one thing that i've i've said was the worst thing about the ipad mini was they took that apple actually took a step back to put out an ipad mini and if uh steve jobs was around he would have basically said you know we're gonna wait until we can actually have the ipad mini with a retina display and and yeah. everything bells and whistles with the regular ipad and but n neither here nor there the whole point is, they're when they put out something in AI, or yeah, AI, then they basically are going to say this is this is the standard, and you're going to have to follow us. I wonder if that's. It seems to be the new sort of planned obsolescence at Apple. Certainly, you know, they wanted to keep some things in the pipeline, but they always wanted to roll out something that was really spectacular. You're right. The iPad Mini, other than being very light and convenient. Uh, I was shocked that they didn't have, uh, you know, the retina display and all the kind of uh, final touches that you would expect from a regular iPad already in it. I imagine that's coming out next, like, October or yeah. something like that. Um, I like it. The other story is, is Apple TV. Sal, do you, what, what, are you a cable guy or are you a satellite TV guy? What do you have at home? I got satellite now, but uh, I've had cable. Yeah. 
I, you know, I wanted to ask a question sure. for, for Jeff. Um, it seems to me that where Steve Jobs had the the strength and credibility to do it right when he, when he wanted to do it, when he knew it was right, um, and his passing, um, leaving Cook in a position now of having to meet new product uh, uh, launches from a corporate side, uh, do you see the the company changing significantly from the creative not not letting anything out the door until it's perfect to now having to meet product cycle timing mm, interesting you, you know back in the 80s uh there was a little tuffle kerfuffle whatever you want to call it with uh, steve jobs and apple sure it was uh it was ultimately got steve jobs fired and it but basically they took two sides they called it the suits versus the pirates and of course jobs jobs was the pirate and every and there were uh, many suits in there now steve jobs knew that when he took over control of apple that he could actually have and and i call it the pirate ring where the pirate flag flew really well and when he brought in uh tim cook he knew that tim cook was probably not going to be the innovator that Apple needed to continue on, but he was the businessman that he could trust to keep it in a, to keep the ship in a, in a, in a straight line until the next pirate showed up. So I think what happened was when Steve Jobs, of course, uh, passed the torch, he, he basically ended the pirate reign and back into the business range. And with the business reign, they're taking it steadfast. They're not, uh, they're not, they're not going off in a, in a major tangent. Although they have done a couple things that I think Steve Jobs would have not have uh, allowed at the time, but uh, they have—they're uh, just keeping it straight and narrow until that one person comes um, and introduces, you know, uh, something like uh, augmented reality or the next big thing that Apple can really take. Because they don't really need to do anything for probably the next ten years because their iPod iPhone uh, combination will keep them on track. The only thing you have to worry about is the other, you know, the other phones, the other devices getting ahead and doing something that just basically um, makes their operating system old and antiquated. And that that's what we saw a few weeks ago with the, uh, with the, what's his name, the map uh, guy for iOS and how he got ousted out because he was trying to, uh, he was complaining too much, but I, and I wonder so how you... that that's that's basically what T- Tim Cook's job is yeah. is to keep them on track until the next uh, the next Steve Jobs shows up. But do you I do think... you watch some of these product announcements? Like, did you watch like the the, the iPad or the iPhone five ones? Yeah, I I, yeah. I watch those. I watch those too, and I'm fascinated by it. And it's it is it's boring to be quite honest with you now, and it's almost like Tim Cook is trying to be Steve Jobs, like he's trying to put on a character. And walk out there with his untucked shirt and da 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 da, da. and I don't know if that's good. I don't know if if I, I don't think he can pull that off. Um, and and I get nervous for Apple that way. There's some great commercials from I think it's Samsung, who mm-hmm. you know you see the folks standing in line and it's it's the old you know fifty sixty something year old parents and they're standing in line for the iPad or the uh, iPhone, and yeah. all the young kids are mocking them like hey, yeah yeah look 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 the Apple. Apple phone people, yeah, that's for old people. The hip new generation, it's kind of like uh, Pepsi did with Coke, you know. Yeah. The, it's the choice of the new generation. It's Samsung. It's Pepsi. It's it's not Coke and Apple anymore. 
And and it's funny to have Apple now seen in that light. You think back about those I'm a PC, I'm a Mac commercials, and always the hip thing, young thing to have was the Apple product. Now it's becoming now it's becoming uh like, you know, kids play or something that you give to uh something you, you give to your your grandparents or something. Well, I think keeping the stock value where it is at the same time that one says that Apple can take its time on new product uh, introduction is going to mount a tremendous amount of pressure on Cook because I don't I don't think you have that much time. Um, I, the revenue streams are not going to increase just staying with what they have. And, I, and I, that's that conflict. That's why I was asking you before. How do you maintain that that create creative part of Apple, yeah, uh, and meet the market's demand on stock valuation? I I the think big, there's still plenty of creative people in Apple, though. I mean, well, I don't think. There, there's there's two other factors that Apple does that are not doing, and I think that'll be the uh, that'll be the ultimate reason why Apple will stay ahead. One one is quality. And two is just basically keeping an eye on what's what's going on on their phone. I, I, the biggest I'm I'm actually testing. I was going to show the phone, but I decided not to because I'm actually going to talk bad about it. I'm actually <laughs> testing. I'm, I'm testing an Android phone, and it's nothing wrong with the phone. The phone is actually pretty cool. The the brand is is pretty cool. I like the phone. The problem is Android, and you know I suppose yeah this is the phone because they're they're putting in. Uh, with this with this Android phone, they have a four three G chip. They have uh, they have a why they have options um, that is going to cause and along with the Android operating system. Hmm. He's breaking up a little bit there. Hopefully, he can come back. I was just I'm like, sorry. It was the it was Scott Forstall who was fired, and that was the big uh, the big uh, <clears throat> maps mishap there. Um, and it is funny. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can, we can definitely hear you. Um, I okay. was just saying it, it was Scott Forstall who was uh, screwing around with the, uh, well, I, I guess screwed up the, the Maps app. But, you know, we've talked about this. It's basically the same. It was actually an Apple app, but it used Google data. Um, and they really, I mean, they kept the icon the same, except for the fact that, you know, now you have to jump off an overpass to get onto Route 80. On, the, on their new icon. So it's those little details where I think you're right, this sort of um, dictatorial well, nature of Steve yeah. Jobs. He would have caught that. Go ahead, Chad. No, no, no. Well, my, my point's not as much on the apps itself. It's it's the idea that uh, with with this Android phone, I could have it 100% charged, and I could have the iPhone 100% charged <clears throat> and use, it, use them exactly the same during the day, and by the end of the day, I will have to plug in this Android phone um, to recharge it, whereas the Apple phone will will let it has a better battery life. So the two things that that uh, Steve Jobs kept in mind was the quality of the device. You know, not make, making sure that the the the, the junkware doesn't enter into the Apple phone, the the bad stuff, the porn apps, and so on and so forth. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. And then of course you have all the little things, like for instance. With this Android phone, you have 4G, 3G, and Wi-Fi. Apple iPhone 5 has 4G, Edge, and Wi-Fi. Didn't they took out the 3G? Yeah. And that that keeps it so they have a battery a better battery life. They have a better experience for people to use. And I think if they keep on that level, 
they'll they'll beat out uh, Android uh, a lot. Uh, a little aside, do you have LTE where you are? I have LTE through AT and T. Yes. Yeah, I mean we but have not through the others. Uh, we have it here. We don't have it um, in the county that I live in, but in other counties in uh, in Connecticut where we are broadcasting from, um, there's LTE, especially down uh, near like Greenwich where New York is. It is okay. so fast. It's like faster than my home Wi-Fi. It's so fast. Um, and it's just, I, I wish they would just get it everywhere and, and be done with it. Um, but the AI stuff, I, I don't really know. I You know, AI can almost mean anything, though. And really, Siri touches on artificial intelligence. She touches on it. But it can be anything from, you know, I mean, video games use, you know, you have a basketball video game. That's all artificial intelligence because you can't control, uh, you know, 10 guys on a basketball court all at the same time. That's all AI. That's all programmed in there. Um, well, we also have we also have the the connect and the uh, and the Wii remote where movements uh, our movements will will control where what's going on with their uh, with the characters on the game. Right. Um, we were just uh, touching on the Apple TV. Do you have an Apple TV, Jeff? Yes, I do. I just got one um, this weekend, and last night um, I plugged it in. Let me tell you the experience. I was nervous about this. I plugged it into the TV, just, you know, HDMI in, in, into the Apple TV. The The thing that took the longest to do was to figure out how to get or, or where I have kept my extra um, extension cords so I could find an outlet for the Apple <laughs> TV box. Um, but the rest of it went swimmingly. It comes with this little nice remote. It's kind of a pain in the neck to put in your password because it's this uh, this, you know, grid menu and you have to kind of scroll across to put in your password. Uh, and your uh, and your username and all that kind of stuff. But once you get that done, it just worked. And I plugged in. I watched uh, watched the Avengers last night on my big fifty eight inch screen TV. Right, that's that was incredible. You know, you, you turn on your iTunes share and and it was it. It you know five minutes, I think. And most of it was just rudimentary stuff like, all right, yeah, I got to put in my password and I gotta I gotta find a chair to sit in. Um, so I was very impressed with it. I don't I haven't played with it much more than that but uh but i am really liking it um i've i was thinking about getting a roku but i'm not really sure what the difference between the apple tv and a roku is is it just a dongle that hangs off your tv the roku is another over the, uh, another over-the-top television set top box that has uh more independent apps than uh than apple tv uh the roku has pretty much anything you need uh, if you're if if you've got kids it's got the disney channel app if you're uh if you of course the the regular favorites like netflix and hulu and amazon yeah um it's got pandora it's got uh, independent stuff like for instance i i work through uh, my podcasts work through the tech podcast network and tech podcast network has an app for the roku whereas i don't think they have one for apple itunes because or apple uh uh, TV because it's not been approved. The, 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 our, the API hasn't been given, whatever uh, situation there. Uh, so a uh, lot of independent uh, channels are on there. Uh, almost thousands, I think, uh, of channels yeah. that you can get on the Roku. So More yes, stuff uh, than you would possibly need. Yeah, I'm sorry? More stuff than you would possibly reasonably need. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. Um, and and, and it, things that are, that are very specific for different areas so um you getting both of them actually is a good thing because they don't really overlap with each other 
I have but one HDMI. Is it HDMI connection for the Roku? With the Roku, you well, it depends on the version you get. Uh, okay. The Roku XS version, which is their $100 model, actually has uh, a hookup, so you can hook it up to like a old VCR or something like that. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. An old VCR. I don't even... I don't even know if I have an old VCR, to tell you the truth. but I'll give you one. <laughs> Sal's got beta. He's got Betamax. I got them all. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I, I really like it. I think this is a whole new way to, you know, I, I would almost cut the cord um, to my satellite TV if it wasn't for the fact that I think DirecTV has a great DirecTV channel called the Audience Channel, which is terrific for, uh, for watching concerts. But... Um, I like the the Apple TV uh, idea. Very simple to set up. Um, really, really enjoyed that. I, but I wonder how many people. You know, I I feel sometimes as if you know we talk about the spread of the economic wealth, the 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 financial wealth gap in the United States. I think there's going to be a technology gap here pretty soon because there's going to be some people that are like, you know what, I don't really need a laptop. I don't really need the internet at home. Um, I am going to, you know, yeah, I have a, I have a television and maybe I have cable and then I go out and actually physically see people. I don't have a Facebook page. And then there's going to be people, you know, maybe like Jeff and I who, you know, we got Twitter, we got Apple TV, we got smartphones, you know, we're always connected to everything happening in the world. That, that gap there, I, I don't know what happens to kind of bring those, either bring those people up or kind of calm some of us uh, first movers down. I don't know. Sal, what do you think? You are clearly... Not someone who is, you know, on the, you know, on Twitter constantly. I'm, a, or... I'm not on your spheres uh, technologically for sure. Um, maybe because of my age, maybe because of watching uh, change speed up in so many areas. I take, uh, I take the attitude that I want something proven before I will do uh, deal with it. So I'm not a first comer to technology like the Apple products. So what about you were talking about a VHS? So have you seen? I do not use VHS, but we have them now. Do you have a DVD player? We have DVD players now. Do you have Blu-ray? Uh, my daughter brought Blu-ray there. Yeah. Okay. So you're not too far but, behind. But but I don't use it. It's there. Oh. Okay. I, I don't so. use it. Um. But but I think you have a great deal of society. There's two things. You know, you, age is one thing, in terms of when you're introduced to stuff. Uh, and your willingness to learn, because the change is occurring so fast, um, older people do have have a harder time just learning something and then figuring out they got to learn something else. So that that tends to slow it down. The other part I think you mentioned is really important, and that is the financial cost of being uh, in that technological world. Uh, I don't know how how many. Apple products do you now have? You said you didn't have any two and a half, three years ago. Um, let's see. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five, five MacBook Pros. We have two iMacs. Um, I have three iPhones of various generations, uh, an iPod, and a Shuffle. Right, but so for, however many that was. Yeah, and for the listening audience, you know, I would have to ask – is that all personal or is that business? I mean, what drives it? 
Well, um, it's just, yeah. I mean, you well, know, because <laughs> I don't think the average person runs around with the stuff you just mentioned. Yeah, no, I I, I, I would agree there. But again, you know, I but it is true. I think about the amount of stuff that I buy, especially even like listening to other podcasters and and what they recommend, whether it's just whether it's a, you know, piece of hardware like a laptop or it's a particular app for 99 cents or, or 5.99 or I've paid 19.99 for for certain apps or you go into the um the uh the uh store here what the hell is it called the app store on one of your apple devices and buy you know final cut pro for $89 or something like that you know it's amazing how much money just quickly goes away but that's actually, I think, one of the neat things that Apple is well positioned because of iTunes buying these little ninety-nine cent or a buck twenty-nine songs. People have gotten used to Apple charging their credit card, and there's this whole idea of being a a, a, a cashless society. Everything is on credit, not really credit, but every, everything is not physically paid with either a check or a bill or coins. Everything is just kind of debited from your account automatically. And, and I think that's a that's a great way to go. That's a great way to encourage people to, one, pay attention to their finances, and two, get rid of a lot of corruption because a lot of the, you know, a lot of tax dollars are not paid. You know what? It's cash business. You know, the guy that owns the laundromat or the guy that owns uh, the uh, the car wash, you know, I bet you he, I'm, I'm just guessing he probably doesn't pay all the taxes that he's supposed to pay. Now, if you just had a you know a universal credit card, where I could pay for my haircut with my Apple device, my iPhone, let's say, like I do at Starbucks, I I bet you that's a lot easier to track with the government and the IRS, and you can get more tax dollars out of it. What do you think, Jeff? Yes. And Jeff. And I'm sorry, I was I was I was avoiding the uh, the annoying Ustream ad coming uh, into. <clears throat> are you are you listening to the show? You're gonna turn down your radio, <laughs> caller, caller. Turn down your I, radio. I, I gotta what? I gotta who? Why is it so loud? So there's Passbook and there's Wallet, um, and and I I hope Passbook doesn't oh, okay. die because uh, yeah, I think okay, it's yeah, really no, good. No, I'm, I'm back on the page. Um, the yeah, I, I agree that uh, by by losing the transaction the check or coin transaction uh apple has really done a good job on that they also have the in-app purchases on a lot of applications um you know yeah. i did a on ipad 365 i did an uh, an episode where i i talk about the the top highest paid ipad apps uh, they're, they're basically about a thousand dollars to own these ipad apps wow. and there's there's stuff like you know uh learning uh the law uh, all the law information uh to be a lawyer or went uh, for lawyers and stuff like that and then there's an app for doctors that's a thousand dollars and and then there's just some really absurd apps that are a thousand dollars there's like a black tie app where it gets you discounts on some really luxurious uh hotels and that's and so you put yourself out as a lawyer and a doctor now that's how you get your yeah, income well, to afford yeah. all this stuff if, if you do that sure <laughs> Sure. But there is now I, I know I have I have spent in a single app for up sales. I've spent just about a hundred dollars in, in one app. And I'll tell you, I didn't actually mean to do it, which is probably, you know, the fear, because once you hit oh, accept, it goes away. Yep. Um, 
but you know you want to buy these extra little coins so you can get these little fun things and i thought i thought i was buying 10 bucks and it was one of those things where i'm so used to like clicking okay after i hit you know i'm going to purchase this that i clicked it and as i'm clicking i said why does it say a hundred dollars and i'm like oh no you bought 10 of them oh christmas <laughs> no but um but I, of, I think that a lot is of really the times the best for way. those in-app purchases. If if you email, if you get the email address and email them and say, "Hey, I made a mistake," they'll they'll credit you back. Yeah. Um. Good to know. The um iPhone 5s is coming out next year. Uh, <laughs> Samsung lost a battle earlier this year where they had to pay a billion dollars to Apple because of swiping technology stuff that i don't know it doesn't make any sense to me and samsung phones are big they're big they're very i like them i, I really do i'm a iphone loyalist but I, I like the samsung ones and i don't really know of the thumb gauge on you know the, have you seen the commercial where apple says you know we've designed this so your your thumb can reach you know all points of the screen not so it's so big you know they're kind of poking it right in samsung's eye I'm not really sure. I don't really use my phone with one hand. I mean, maybe I always hold it in one and click with the other. Or I'm doing texting with two thumbs. So I don't really know how good that marketing is. Um, but also, that lawsuit, I think, meant something deeper in that it kind of gave gravity to where Apple and the iPhone were the smartphone. And now Samsung had to pay because it was such a close resemblance to the iPhone, I think that gave a little gravitas to Samsung phones. And I think they can capitalize on that saying, hey, look, guys, you, you like the iPhone? You know, we have such a good phone that we actually had to pay a billion dollars to Apple because they thought it was just as good. What, what do you got? Am, well, am I crazy here or what? Well, you have to remember that Samsung was producing for, for Apple, and that's how they got the technology to begin with. So they kind of swiped it on the manufacturing floor, <clears throat> or at least that's the accusation. Um, and certainly if you have direct access to that kind of technology, um, you can copy it. And they have successfully, uh, listening to you, they've successfully done it to get your attention, to get the consumer's attention. And so we'll have to see um, how the consumer uh, deals with it. Jeff, what are your thoughts? You think there's Sam's one thing that uh, that uh, I you know, on Shark Tank you have uh, the name's escaping me right now. Uh, yeah, owner of the Mavericks. Um, yeah, Cuban. What's his name? Cuban. Mark, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Mark Cuban. Yeah, he basically. I remember he was in Shark Tank and he uh, there was there was this one person that had this invention and he said I have the patent on this and Mark Cuban just completely went off. He goes, I hate these people that have these little itty bitty patents uh, that was, make absolutely no sense. It was the Scotty the, Vest guy. Yeah, oh yeah. No, it wasn't Scott was it Scotty it, Vest? It was Scotty Vest and he had to call uh yeah. he had to call yeah. Waz, his his business partner Waz, the founder of, yeah. the co-founder of Apple. Yeah, no, yeah. I remember seeing that and yeah, Mark Cuban and, just and, lit off on him. And he and he let off and it but it, it made so much sense. I mean uh, Apple has a patent for the little slidey lock on the on the bottom. There was a patent that got overturned about a couple weeks ago that, you know, it was just one of these little things that just, you know, makes sense in doing it for any type of phone and there's no way around it uh if uh if you're if you're a phone maker or a tablet maker. So, 
Um, there's a lot of these little patents that are in there. And then, of course, there's some, you know, there's some actual real realistic uh, patents that are that are being uh, that are being uh, uh, used in, in the Samsung that need to be upheld. But, you know, it's just he got all these little ones and these big ones. It, it just it just turns it into a big three ring circus. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to go back and forth and back and forth. And finally, they're going to settle. And when all the dust settles, we'll still have an iPad. We'll still have an iPhone. We'll still have a Samsung. And they'll both uh, they'll both continue on. But the big issue in all of this is that uh, patents, while they can protect the the inventor for a period of time, is also being used as a hammer to uh, undermine um, technological advancement, and and that's a real issue that we have to deal with as a society. It's uh, that's an interesting point. It's the uh, you know Apple is the great innovator, uh, yet they're keeping maybe some innovation away by just uh, by enforcing these crazy patents. Who, you know, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter about slide to unlock. I mean, that's not. There's nothing really great or innovative or terrific about that. There are other ways now. With I know with my uh, my Nexus Seven tablet, you know, there's uh, there's nine little dots, and however you connect those nine dots, that's your password. It's not letters or numbers or anything else. It's a design that you make. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all sorts of other neat ways to do it. But you know, I'd, I'd hate to I'd hate to see Apple keep doing that where they just hammer down on the patents and they don't let people uh, really innovate innovate because that's what Apple is really. Uh, all about hey look great discussion today i, I want to say what well, i know i just saw the guy from one of our sponsors here sandit's travel he was giving me a hard time um but let me tell you about what's great about no matter where you are if you need travel this is the this is the place to go is sandit's travel um for business or leisure sandit's travel proudly serving uh residents here in connecticut since 1960 over 50 years and they're ready to serve for another 50 years it's very easy you can come in you can call in or you can log on and explore how efficient diverse and fun it is to book through sandits travel great folks oh, i've used them uh i've used them i've even sent my father over there i've said dad you, you're gonna go down there and you're gonna uh use sandits travel he went down to turks caicos and uh really enjoyed his trip there they set up everything it was very easy save your money and your time book with sandits travel go check them out their link is on our website so you can go to onthehorn.com and check out their link there. Uh, Jeffrey, you still there, Jeff? I think Jeffrey oh, has yeah. a... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's there. Okay, you're not sending video, so I just wanted to make sure. <clears throat> no, no, no. You were, uh, you, were, you, were, you were doing your ad, so I thought I had a perfect opportunity to go grab my water because I forgot it over on the other side. So. That's perfect. If we have time, let me ask you a question, yeah, both what? of you guys. Yeah. Um, all this technology and everything, I have one word that, that is the, 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 the killer word, and that is energy without power this stuff dies how, how are these companies going to be dealing with keeping the cash register ringing if if we have power outages uh, and that's what everybody is sort of professing with the energy issues well i think that's another great topic for uh, open for business in the next sounds few good weeks. but you know yeah you, you got to have energy but you know you got to be optimistic that we're going to figure out our energy woes and we'll be able to sustain this level um you know, boy, it's uh, the uh, it's amazing that almost every plug in my house has something plugged into it. Um, let me let me let me give you two things, and then we can move on from that. Uh, one is uh, uh, one is is green technology, 
and two is the uh, is uh, and I had the law in my head and I, I completely forgot what that is or I can't remember it off the top of my head. Basically, we're uh, we're, we're going to find innovations to make it easier, faster. Uh, the batteries will get long, uh, will have better charges and, and longer charges five years from now than they do right now, and and uh, computers will have better chips in them so they can take less power. So I think it'll pretty much even itself out with those two things. Yeah, and I think you know what the uh, what the radical left needs to do is don't poo poo technology um, and you know ideas for advancement, and the radical right needs to say okay you know what you're you're gonna make a lot of money in this but don't be you know greedy hog and and patent everything so there is no innovation that's uh i don't know that's or my two cents. forever anyways yeah well, if they yeah. do that then that's a monopoly and that'll be a different story yeah who knows uh hey thank you all for uh joining us great discussion guys i really enjoyed it uh, we can't do the show without you guys and our sponsors gateway financial uh, the County Firm of Budwitz and Meyer Jack, Deepwater Seafood, and CentralCTDental.com. Very special thanks to our chat room moderator, Evan Richards. Thank you, Evan. You did a bang-up job. I want to thank our two guests here, Sal. That was a great job. Thank, thank you, you very much for coming in. Sal Prezzuti at Yahoo.com. And our other good friend, Jeffrey. Jeffrey over at, uh, at uh, Geekazine and uh, the new podcast and website, How to Make a Better Podcast. What is it called again? How to report ca- how to- how to record podcasts.com. There you go. Easy for you to say. Go check those guys out. <laughs> I do appreciate it. We are closing up shop for this week, but join us next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern when we will once again be open for business. <laughs>